Welcome to the Word Podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Word Podcast. We are on episode 15, and today we have a good one. I'm excited because I get to talk about Jesus and one of his miracles. We will discuss today not so much what the miracle was, but more how the miracle occurred. And we are talking about the miracle Jesus performed in Bethsaida, where he healed a blind man. Now, Jesus had performed many miracles, and it even healed the blind on numerous occasions. But what sets this particular miracle apart is that this is the only instance where Jesus performed a miracle in two stages. Two stages for one miracle. Why did it take two stages to heal a blind man? That's what we are going to dig into today. But first, uh, like we always do here on the Word Podcast, let's offer thanksgiving and praise to our Heavenly Father. Lord of all creation, we give you thanks for all the gifts you give us, for our health, our happiness, the company of our families and our friends. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, who made all things possible. We ask you for understanding of your words today as we read from your Holy Bible. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay. So let's get into this miracle. We find the subject of today's episode. I guess we didn't even say what today's episode is called. Today's episode is a miracle in two stages. And this miracle in two stages is found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 22 to 26. Mark 8, 22 to 26. And it's a small paragraph. So... I will read it. Okay. Mark 8, 22 to 26. Jesus healed, heals a blind man. And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he, and when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, Do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. And he sent him to his home, saying, Do not even enter the village. So, when I came across this miracle in my Bible, the first thing that I thought of was, why did it take Jesus two tries to heal the blind man? I asked this question because the Gospels have um, plenty of miracles performed by Jesus, and this is the only time it took two stages. So I was thinking, is this because Jesus lacked the power to heal in one attempt? Well, surely that's not right. We already know of countless greater miracles Jesus performed. In fact, the Gospels record for us 
42 miracles performed by Jesus. And the Apostle John writes that Jesus did many, many more than are recorded. We see that in uh, the end of John's Gospel, John 21, verse 25, which states, There are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. So Jesus did a lot of miracles. Never took them two stages, but this one did. Jesus turned water into wine. He healed a man's withered hand. He raised the dead. And like I had said earlier, this wasn't even the first time Jesus healed a blind man. So why two stages? And not only why did it take two stages, another good question that comes up out of um, this event in Mark is why, after Jesus puts his hands on the blind man the first time, why does Jesus ask the man, do you see anything? Wouldn't Jesus know if the miracle took? Like he wouldn't know if the man's sight was restored. Of, of course Jesus would know. So then why ask? Maybe Jesus is asking the man, do you see anything? So that we, reading the Bible 2,000 years later, would understand that God's work wasn't yet finished in this man. Which tells me, don't put God into a box when it comes to his perfect timing. Again, all things, all things, including miracles, don't happen according to our timing or our expectations. They happen according to God's will and his perfect timing. I feel like that's something that gets said almost every episode. It's a common theme that God does not work on our clocks. Um, he shows us this miracle. In, this, in, in the healing of the blind man in two stages, God shows us that his divine healing can occur gradually. Most miracles happened instantaneously. So then as flawed humans that we are, we begin to assume that, well, surely all miracles should be instantaneous. And it can be frustrating when maybe we feel our prayers are not being answered when we want them answered, especially if, if it's a prayer for the healing of a loved one. Sometimes God's healing can occur gradually or in stages, as it did here. We need only look back to last week's podcast about uh, Naaman, the story of Naaman last week, where, if we'll remember, the prophet Elisha told Naaman to wash himself seven times in the Jordan to be healed. Now, is that because God couldn't get it done in one wash? In two washes, in five washes, why seven? Naaman was angry because he had an expectation of what of what a healing miracle would look like. He expected uh, hands to be waved on him, some ceremony, some pomp, but don't trust in your preconceived notions of what a miracle should look like. Don't assume how our prayers will be answered. Naaman was shown that God does things differently and not always instantaneously. The healing 
happened, Naaman's skin was healed on the seventh washing. Trust God, trust his methods. And speaking of methods, why, why did Jesus heal blind people differently? And I feel like I'm asking a lot of questions with this, but when I read this, I, I asked those questions. I, I even, I, I've brought it up to other, other people uh, in church. Uh, like, like what, what do you think about this? Like, why? It just seems like such an odd event that Jesus would perform a miracle and it didn't quite work the first time and it worked the second time. Now, we just spoke about God's timing. And now we're concerned about why the method is always different. Why, like, Jesus healed blind people. Like, he, he healed the blind on a few occasions, but he did it differently. In Matthew 9, 28, Matthew chapter 9, verse 28, Jesus heals two blind men by touching both men's eyes once. And in John chapter 9, verse 6, there's another blind man. And for this healing, Jesus spits on the ground, makes mud with his saliva, and then applies the mud to the blind man's eyes. And then he tells him to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. And then he's, his, his sight is restored. So Jesus, the, the timing is different. The method is different. And the blind man in today's episode at Bethsaida, Jesus spits in his eyes, then lays hands on him two times. The first touch restored partial sight, where the man says he could see people, but they looked like trees. And the second touch of Jesus restored perfect sight. So we see that God uses very different methods to show us that his power to heal is not revealed to us in a procedure that you could write down the steps of. He doesn't. Like, like I said earlier, we don't put him in a box. God has revealed that he uses different methods. Another theory I came across in my research um, that I found kind of interesting is that Jesus heals according to the faith of the person being healed. And a lot of Jesus's miracles do correspond to the faith of the sick person. Um when Jesus performs miracles, like healing miracles, quite often he refers to that person's faith that healed them. Um, the woman touching the the hem of his of his uh, his garment, it was her faith that he, Jesus said it was your faith that did it. And we see in Hebrews. So speaking of faith, we look to Hebrews chapter eleven verse six, which says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please him." For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. And the idea of Jesus' power being limited by limited faith around him, we see that earlier in Mark. Chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, we're told Jesus' ability was limited due to the lack of faith in his hometown. So the theory possible theory is that perhaps the blind man that Jesus healed in two stages had very little or no faith that he could be healed. We, we simply don't know. So what 
if anything, can we, as readers of Mark's gospel, here we are 2,000 years later, what can we take from this encounter? And for me, the first thing I thought of is the old phrase, the Lord works in mysterious ways. We've all heard that expression. Jesus commands us to come to him in faith. He commands us to trust his power, to trust his love, to believe in him, and to worship him. Especially in trying times when we don't get what we want. When we pray to our Father for healing for ourselves or for a loved one, we must believe that his will is being forwarded, not ours. His answer to our prayers may be a miraculous recovery. Nothing is impossible for God. It could be that recovery we're asking for. Or it may be a gradual healing that takes years of prayer and years of recovery. And even then, perhaps God's answer to our prayer for healing won't come in the form of a miraculous healing or a gradual healing. Maybe it won't come in the form of healing at all. We are not meant to understand why God takes who he takes or why some are healed and some are not. Perhaps God gives us the ability to deal with sickness or pain that isn't healed. Perhaps he can give us the strength to deal with loss or a disability, or any number of hardships. Perhaps that's how he answers our prayer for healing. In, in this life, we will all have hills to climb. But when we're armed with faith, there's nothing that God will put in our paths that he won't walk us through. And I, I, I truly believe that, that, that with enough faith, God's not going to give you something he doesn't think you can get through with faith. And if we look back to uh, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, we have a, a beautiful, one of the most beautiful parts of the Bible for me. It's a reassurance from God that he will never abandon us. And I'll read it here because it is so beautiful. And this again is Isaiah Chapter 43, verse 2. When you, pass through the, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. That's it's a very reassuring, very beautiful passage. And... That really should be a foundation, the foundation for our faith. Life won't be easy, but if you believe and have faith and love for God above all things, then our Father is right there beside us. No matter what we're going through, he's right there beside us and will never leave us. Now, I've kind of drifted off here from the subject of this podcast of the story of Jesus healing the blind man in two stages. But, but this is the journey that I went on when I read this 
passage in Mark about the blind man being being healed in two stages. And this is the journey my research took me on. It took me down different roads that, that all led to signs that said, don't put God's methods in a box. His ways are not our ways. Don't put God's timing in a box. His timing is not our timing. But believe in him. Believe in his endless love for us and know that God is always working and he will always be right there with us. And all he wants in return is our hearts. Isn't that beautiful? It's very reassuring uh, when you have faith in that and you truly believe that. I mean, there's nothing left to be scared of after that if you really believe that. Okay, let's... Uh, Let's start wrapping this up here, I think. Um, I will go over the scripture that we discussed today. The story of the blind man healed in two stages. That story itself is found in uh, Mark chapter 8, verses 22 and 26. We also read from uh, John chapter 9, verse 6, and again, John verse 21 and 25. We did Matthew chapter 9, verse 28. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And the beautiful, inspiring Isaiah 43, verse 2. That's quite a bit. And if you missed all that in the recap, and you want to find all these references so you can go back and read them, I always include them in the description of each episode. So you can go back and read them for yourself. So if you just click on the episode uh, at the bottom of the uh, description of the episode, all the scripture references will be there. So yeah, please go back and read these for yourselves. And now it's time to fire up the random Bible verse generator here on my phone. And today, we are presented with 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. It's all about faith. It's all about faith. Not proof. Faith. Uh, okay, well, before we close today with a prayer, I, oh, I've got some news. I want to tell everyone that's listening that the Word Podcast is on Twitter, at the underscore Word Podcast. No spaces in between anything there. At T-H-E underscore W-O-R-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. At the underscore Word Podcast. I don't know if anyone listening is even on Twitter. Uh, but if you are, I invite you to join the conversation about God on there. So thank you once again for joining me here to give uh, praise as we all strive to draw closer to God through his written word. So let's pray together, friends. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again, for this time we shared together, we thank you 
We ask you for clarity and understanding of Scripture. We ask for the courage to tell others about you and to treat everyone we meet, both believers and non-believers, with love and with respect as we endeavor to spread the good news of your Son, Jesus. Keep us safe, Lord. Keep us engaged. Keep us inspired. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So that's it. Another episode in the books. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for continuing to listen. If you haven't subscribed on Spotify yet, please do hit the subscribe button. Uh, It lets me know who out there is listening and gives me the inspiration to keep going. This is a lot of fun for me. I'm glad uh, I do have a certain number of listeners that tune in every week. Uh, Please comment on an episode. Join me on Twitter. Uh, Tell someone about this podcast. If you get anything from it, if you feel there's some value in it, it's not about the numbers. It's about serving any way I can. Uh, But every little bit helps and um, gets the word out. So God bless you all. And until next week, I will close with the, the last line of the fourth psalm. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety.